Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Monday night, so that's another episode of The Loud Pedal. I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up, everyone? And, of course, me, the mouth. Back on the show, he's a repeat customer, our little pal, the Colonel, Mike Maresca. What's up, buddy? Well, not too much. Uh, just hanging out in the driveway right now and uh, talking to you guys and having a good time. You know, we got to get these tracks to start calling you the Colonel. It's got yeah, to stick. Sell it, buddy. It's yeah, got to yeah, yeah, stick. It's got to stick. Dude, I just don't think I'm cool enough for a nickname, man. It just nothing yes, you stick, are. So. Yes, you are. You're the colonel. Oh, uh, I have a. I had my mom bought my mom bought me a T-shirt when I was probably in like grade seven, and it said, uh, "My mom says I'm cool," and that's kind of been the motto of my life. Oh, no, you don't. We don't need you. Yeah, we don't need you. We don't need you getting any wedges in the pits. My God, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> Oh, yeah. my, uh, oh, Michael, Michael, Michael. The so different the got a stick. Yeah. yeah, the Colonel's got a stick. So how many KFCs have you been to this year? Oh, we've been to a couple, um, quite a few. I, I don't really keep track. Um, I've been to my local one quite a lot, especially over the summer. And uh, we had, like, one pretty good moment. I think it was this year. It might have been at the end of last year. I don't even remember. I think it was this year, actually. Um you know, my buddy Connor were coming home, and it was like, I forgot where we were coming home from, but it was one of them deals. It was like early in the morning, sort of, and then by the time we actually got, because I live so far out of the way, by the time we actually got where I was at, it was like 10 a.m., we hadn't eaten, and I'm like, dude, I think KFC's open at 10 a.m., and we stopped at KFC. We had the toter and everything, and like it was like a Sunday morning, and we couldn't even like go inside to eat because of COVID still, and like we just sat on this curb and ate our fried chicken at like on a Sunday morning and like people were walking by us kind of like looking at us real weird because we didn't have a car it was yeah not a real high point in my life but eh, it good. Jesus so so over you know obviously you know you raced uh Brewerton and Fulton this year uh, those two tracks kind of them weekly do they have a, a favorite KFC out near those tracks that you enjoyed going to no, a lot of the times we just roll up, like, Brewerton. Fulton, we'd go here and there, but not a lot. Um, Brewerton, we ran most of the season there, and we would just, like, I'd leave work and um, either uh, meet my guys there or I'd come home first and grab the stuff and go. Um, so it's kind of like a rush to get there, and then usually it was a rush to get home, too. Um, or, or, or we stayed at my girlfriend's house, and her mom always uh, – made us some snacks and stuff. So really we didn't uh didn't mess with much fried chicken there. No. Mm. Mm. So you were gonna run Fonda and Utica Rome um weekly this year. What what was the change of plans? Um yeah, so I was gonna and then um Fonda I started to run and then basically blew up all my motors for that uh, track. That that ended it, man. Um, that was it, you know. Um, so uh, Utica, it was kind of the same deal, except, you know, I was going and I'm like, man, I, I was planning on doing it. And then I kind of thought about it. Be It would have been two nights on American Racers with, with that rules. And I was like, well, I feel like I should run one night on Hoosiers with a big block. And uh, I said, I always wanted to run like a season of Brewerton. Um, yeah. Just because I feel like it's like the coolest, coolest track, and like it's it's kind of legendary. And I always wanted to run like a season, just like see how I shacked up, like see if I could win a race there, and like just I don't know. It, it's one of the places that's just it's special. Uh, it's like a legendary place in New York. So like, and I know like unfortunately I'm getting older, and like life oh. has responsibility. So I knew I wouldn't maybe not be able to do it like much longer to be able to travel that far to run 
a season at a place, you know what I mean? And, right. and all the, it just kind of yeah. the perfect storm this year. Like all the tracks by me were closed and Brewerton was running big blocks with Hoosiers and it just kind of made sense. And, um, the pay was like relatively similar. Um, not like not as good as Utica, but, um, it wasn't bad. I'll say that. So, um, we ran there and, uh, I was pretty happy with like the season. Um, I, uh, I ran my uh I won two features there and had a, had a lot of like good runs and learned a lot and uh I was like um I don't know I, I had a couple uh nights I think I blew a motor one night um and another night I think I got put into a tractor tire or something and I mean other than that I think we could have been in the hunt for a championship but that kind of stuff pushed me back and I was like at the last race, I think last race or two, I think I was like fifth, and we didn't even end up going back. I had some other stuff going on that weekend that I'd been doing, and uh, honestly, at that point in the season, just with how everything went, I just I don't know, it just doesn't sound great, but it was just like didn't make sense to drive the three hours there, two and a half hours, whatever it was. So just kind of like took those last two off, and uh, I did some other stuff on those weekends. I mean, still, you picked up a couple wins at Burton, so that's not bad. And I mean, uh, yeah, I was pumped about that. Yeah, yeah Fond is a tough track because you know Stu pretty much owns that place, and yeah, and Utica, yeah, Utica Rome. You know, Matt was was tough there, and when Stu was there, he was winning. So I think you made the right call. Yeah, it was good. Like I feel like if I would have went to Utica, I, I might have had the same result. Maybe like one, maybe two races or whatever. I feel like I was good enough. Um, yeah. You know, but, like, Burton, it was cool. Like, we're, it was, like, the field, I felt, was, like, really tight. There wasn't anyone that was, like, dominant. There was, like, six or seven good cars. Right. And it made it mm-hmm. kind of fun. Um, you know what I mean? I got to race, like, a lot of guys I never raced with, like, a lot. Um, like, Jimmy Phelps, I never raced with him a lot. Um, Larry White, obviously, I raced with, like, quite a bit, but not, like, that much. So, like guys like that, it was pretty cool. Like Tim Tim Sears and stuff, and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Like race against a different crowd than uh, I guess you know the normal. So yeah, it was. I don't have any regrets. I'm glad I did it, um, and had some success at it and stuff. And like, uh, and like I said, it was just kind of the perfect storm for me going there. So uh, what what's the plans for uh, this year coming up? What's uh, what's your weekly home tracks going to be? Uh, so yeah, I'm just kind of like working on that now. Um, and I, I've got kind of a rough idea. So like, don't quote me on this. And okay. Um. So so off the I'm record, sure someone, I'm sure someone on Facebook. Possible. I'm sure someone on Facebook. Oh well, take it. To, oh yeah, take it as gospel. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Get this engraved in stone. Um, yeah, right now. Marble. And can you autograph yeah, it? Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah, right now I'm, I'm going to try and do the Elite Series uh, that Brett has uh, planned. That looks really cool. And uh, that's kind of what I'm into. It's like five or six tracks, uh, five or six races that pay super good money, big big races, bright lights. Uh, that's going to be my focus, just those six races. And then um, obviously in the spring when there's nothing going on up here, I want to travel kind of down towards your way, like the Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey area on my weekends um and and go down there and do a little racing um at at some of your bigger races and stuff that that kind of fire up the year and uh until stuff kind of gets going up in like southern new york and then kind of work my way back north until like late april to may when everything really starts up here again so my three tracks up here in mohawk cornwall brockville I plan on running at least one of those tracks once a week. I don't know if I'll run anywhere, like, weekly. Um, You know what I mean? For, like, a point championship. But I do plan on going to at least one of those tracks once a week. Cornwall is a draw every week. So, hopefully, like, the other two tracks will get on that deal. That would be really cool. And, obviously, if one has, like, a special event, I'm going to go to that one that weekend. Um, And they all have quite a few, like, special events and, and stuff that pays good money. But um, I'm going to try and run at least once a week, like I said, if if it makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, you know, I might not. If I want to run somewhere on a Wednesday or, or take a day off, then, yeah, I might do that and not run on the weekend or whatever. But um, 
Yeah, that's kind of my plan. Um, and there's like some mini series up here, Canadian Nationals, uh, stuff like that. I'm gonna try and run at, um, do that, do that deal, and uh, obviously go to any other races that kind of make sense um, to do. I'm I'm pretty busy at work these days, so I want to be like traveling a ton in the summer. And uh, I've I've recently gotten into uh, fish some bass tournaments and stuff, so do that in the summertime a lot on like Saturdays and stuff. So. Um, and I, I really enjoy that. So it's, uh, I guess just trying to, uh, plan my, my season. So I keep racing, like at least, at least at minimum once a week and shoot for twice a week. Um, and if I'm like really amped up to race that week, I'll run all three tracks, you know, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if I feel like it. So, um, I got, I don't, like I said, just like traveling every weekend in the last two years has honestly just been a grind. Um, right. and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, I'm human. I got burnout, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not human. Cause I am, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I honest to God, I just got burnt out, man. Like to the point where I didn't even want to race, like, you know what I mean? And, and with some hard crashes that really, uh, messed up my head, not, you know what I mean? Not, not that I was scared to race or nothing, but just, you know, I was, I was hurting in the summer. I had a bad crash at Mohawk and I'd get out of the car and I was hurting. And I said, man, I got to, I got to take care of myself a little bit. So I, I, people are always like, Oh, where'd you go? What happened? Blah, blah. And I don't know. It's just, I had to kind of take care of myself a little bit, but, uh, and I know as racers, it's hard to do that, but I, I had to do it. Um, and now I, I feel better and I, I feel like I ended the season really good. Um, cause I was fresh and like excited to race again and just all pumped up and like, I was loving it and, and actually having fun again. So like just trying to get back to that and hopefully not driving that two hours every week or three hours every week to go race weekly shows, like getting in that grind. Like I said, I don't mind driving, especially in the spring and the fall to go, go to a race somewhere. But, you know, when it's in that midsummer grind, you know, you, you, uh, you want to be a little bit closer to home and around your friends and family and stuff. So, uh that should be good this year with the border kind of getting back open and i can get back to like doing what i like and being mike and 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 you know feeling good and racing hard around the house and then when i'm when i'm feeling good i'm gonna i'm gonna venture down and and see how i shake out against the the uh the real big guys but we have some really good competition up here too um and uh, i feel like if you can you can run good up here no one really pays attention to it but when you go down south and you know usually you can run good these th- three tracks up here are all really different so it all translates into wherever you go and you get like a nice well-rounded base where you can kind of show up anywhere and if you're good you're good and you can uh you can contend for wins and that that's my plan it's a pretty extensive plan yeah and plus nobody really likes Sorry. Canadians anyway so <laughs> yeah you're good you're good i love canadians I love Canadians. Yeah. I race against them all the time. They're fun. They race yeah. hard. They're, have you applied for citizenship? Race. No, I have a I have a work visa. But, oh, so uh, you're up? No shit. Yeah, I work um, in Canada. Yeah, but uh, so like I'm yeah I'm, I'm sort of you're up yeah, in uh, French Canadian country there, isn't it? Yeah, actually, some of my best friends are uh, primarily French speakers. You know, uh, one of my buddies French? that that helps me. I can actually, yeah. So this lady that lives down the street from me taught me French. I was like three years old. Je parle français. I've actually like had to give some interviews in French and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) A no good radio host. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh oh, wow, that that hurt, dude. Little shit, that hurt. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I don't know it that good. I don't know how to say that. I'd have to text my buddy Kevin and ask him, hey, how do I say this quick? But, yeah, no, we still have like a lot of friends. Yeah. Yeah, so. So yeah, do, you plan on, do you plan on doing any more uh, late model stuff next year, or uh, you'll just pull it out and see? Um, man, I was going to, was all excited about it, and then uh, crashed my, crashed yeah. really bad at Cherokee. Yeah, we're glad um, you're all right. Totaled my totaled my car, um, destroyed it, and I had so I sold my super motors. Uh, I had I have one super motor that was in the car um, that I crashed there, obviously at Gaffney, and uh, so I got one super motor, and we had 
sold our other super stuff and uh, kind of invested in some stuff for the crate late model because there's a lot more like big races, I guess, um, that you can go to and choose from with the crate stuff. And uh, right. so, yeah, I might do some crate stuff, but the super stuff, like, I feel like I just don't race enough. And, like, Russell helps me a lot, and he doesn't get to do a lot of super racing anymore either. So we're both, like, a little bit out of the loop. And we were, we were like, I'm not going to lie, man, we were both struggling down there, like, trying to figure out how to, you know, compete with them guys. And the crate stuff, he's definitely a lot more up on because he has a lot of customers that run crates. Okay. And the rules are a little simpler. Um, like, a lot of the same stuff, like, isn't allowed. So, um and, you know, it's not, like, that same, like, super high rate of change as far as setups and cars go. So, definitely want to do some big crate races um, in the late model. But as far as the super stuff goes, uh, I still have that one motor, and we'll kind of see how it goes. But um, probably going to just migrate towards just the crate stuff because um, neither of us really have the time to put into, like, maintaining a really good super program where we can go to, like, the races that we want to go to and run good. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it stinks, but uh, it's just kind of reality, like, you know, so. What's your um, what's your plans for Florida in February? Oh, uh, I don't know yet. So uh, my focus is going to Gaffney um, or uh, Cherokee there in, um, yeah. at the end of February. So right. I don't know if I'm going to go to Florida or if I'm going to just go to Gaffney, like, fresh. Um, my buddy and I talked about going to Alltech and testing some stuff. Um, because we had some things on the cars we're doing a little bit different, we wanted to try. Um, we talked about going down there just messing around. Um not messing around, obviously going to try and win, but um or we we talked about just going down like a day or two early to Gaffney and trying to go to a couple tracks and test um that way. So We'll kind of play it by ear. We'll probably figure it out this weekend. Uh, he's coming over, my buddy Riley. He's coming over this weekend. We're having a, we're gonna watch the the dome, and uh, oh, yeah. we'll probably kind of decide what we want to do, and uh, figure out what works best for both. We're both like at the point uh, where we're like growing up and trying to build our businesses and stuff. So like, um, and we're both like super super busy with work. So we want to make sure it works out for both of us and the rest of the guys that are gonna come and help me and and make sure it works out right because uh, me and him are working pretty pretty close together on a couple things and um we just got to make sure it works out right for both of us so um yeah again sucks kind of growing up but it is what it is you know <laughs> i'm at that point in my life where like i i got to build my my business and and my my career like i got to really bust my ass right now right and, uh, yeah hopefully off, hopefully yeah. in like you know, in five or ten years, like, it won't be no thing to take off for a week, you know. My job is super flexible now. They told me I can go race, but, you know, it's a matter of, of respect for all the people I work with and everything, too. I don't want to leave anyone hanging, you know. So, oh, yeah, um, yeah, but, yeah, it's all about building that deal. So, in five or ten years, I can, I can you know, go to whatever race I want to, kind of guilt-free, and then eventually, you know, if I produce an, any kind of offspring, I could take them to do the same thing, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's just say, tentatively speaking, you start off at Gaffney, Cherokee Speedway, and then I'm, and then you said you want to do the 25,000 win races. So that would put you at Georgetown in a couple of weeks for the opener there. And then you're and, in Rome. Yep. And well, and then would we see you two weeks later at Bridgeport for the Doug, Doug Hoffman Memorial? Yeah, like those are the races, like, in, like I said, in the springtime, say like, March, April, like I, I plan on kind of traveling down uh, to your neck of the woods and, and racing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? And uh, well, yeah, you know that general area and doing some racing and uh, yeah, going down there and getting my season started, getting in the swing of things, you know. And then, like I said, slowly making my way north as the openers open up. And you do very well at Bridgeport, I must add. Oh yeah, yeah, you do quite well there. Yeah, I like Bridgeport. I struggled really bad last time I was there. I had some carburetor problems, and I actually had a, a spark plug, um, bad spark plug, but uh, and ignition problems. Actually, I had all three. It was a great night. Um, so yeah, I struggled there. Didn't get the result I wanted to the last time I was there, which was a bummer. But uh, yeah, anytime you go there, it's fun, man. It's cool. Um, 
it's just it's just cool like i said you don't i don't get to go there a lot so when you go to a place like that you're comfortable at though still it's really fun um that you don't get to go to a lot it's kind of it's a treat when you go someplace you're like uncomfortable at you've never been at sometimes you're a little more worried or nervous or like i said i am human um so but yeah going there where you're comfortable and kind of know what to expect a little bit it's really fun post bridge four i feel like you could have like a really good car or just an okay car and like it doesn't really matter i feel like i there's a couple tracks that I explain this way they're just they're just it's like a dog fight you know what right. i mean you you have yeah. no idea what place you're gonna get. you could get first you could get eighth or twelfth like you know what i mean like it's just a dog fight and it's just you you have to go in with the with like no expectations um and, and that's that's kind of fun yeah so what happened at Bridgeport earlier this year, and maybe you don't even know about this, but uh, something happened at Bridgeport earlier this year, and then Facebook went crazy, and people are like, oh, Bridgeport told Mareska to never come back. I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, something illegal on the car or something? But then Bridgeport never posted anything about failing tech or anything like that. I was just like, so maybe nothing ever did happen. Maybe you don't even know that happened or I did not know that happened. Now I, I can kind of like give you the whole like run through. So of what I know happened, um, I mean, I can tell you that much. So I went uh, at the end of last season for that high banks weekend. You know, oh, yeah. We won. Um, I went to, uh, I went to tech and it, I had, uh, <laughs> I had like my oil tanks and stuff on from my 360 motor but i had them all capped so um because i'm lazy and, uh, <laughs> so anyway i had them on there with my my dirt small block my the car i run up here and um we put a uh, my engine builder came over we're, we're like he's like a, a second dad he came over we put on a ported intake and all that and uh, headers which is really the only thing different as far as i know um and I was even running like the dirt legal carburetor, which is smaller. And I, it's a 650, not a 750. Went there, run, and like they obviously like tech went through everything and they were like, well, where's your seals? And I was like, well, dirt car doesn't have seals, which they don't. Right. So they all called dirt and they found out I wasn't lying. So it was like all good, no problem. So I came back in the spring for the Hoffman race. And I won that, and Ray, the tech guy, like, went through everything pretty good, like, I felt, like, did everything, I mean, he didn't pull the heads, but he, uh, you know, he, he cube-checked it and did all the right stuff, and um, we talked, like, quite a lot, um, you know, and, and Ray was good in, in, in like, kind of uh, keeping me in the loop the whole time what was going on, and then, and, and, uh, you know, we did tech, and everything was good, past tech, no problem, everything was cubed good. And he called me and like, I basically like people were, and this was a long time ago. So if I say anything that's wrong, it's just bad memory. When I understand people were like upset that I had an unsealed motor, blah, blah, blah. So they're like, you got to have a sealed motor to come down now, which was fine. So we had, um, the, one of the, the guys that seals motors, we pulled my motor out. Um, he came up here. I'm trying to think his name's Jim Carrey. Um, came up. And uh, he sealed my motor. It was all good. And then uh, I went to Grandview a couple weeks later with that uh, sealed motor. Or no, I didn't. Excuse me. They said I had to have a sealed motor to run. Mm -hmm. So we actually got a motor from Frank uh, Cozy that was sealed. I ran that in the meantime while mine was getting sealed. Okay. Uh, and then I went back like the Sixer and then any other races I went down that way. I ran like Georgetown, Small World Grace, all that stuff. I ran my, my sealed same stuff. motor I had, it just sealed on it. Yep. Same motor I was running end of last year, um, earlier this year and all that stuff when people were complaining about it, whatever. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just like part of it. Yeah. People complain and you win no matter where you are. And, uh, I don't know, whatever. Nope, nobody likes invaders to come in and win, except for me. I love it. I love it too. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I feel like most people were pretty cool about it. Obviously, there's like a couple people that like complain about it. I guess you know, 
it's like it's understandable, you know, uh, and I I understand where they're coming from too. In the same token, you know, um, so yeah, I mean, we just we I felt like we just did the right thing. We like got it sealed and did the right thing and like try to take care of it as professional as we could without causing any stir and no BS. But yeah, the guys at Bridgeport were cool to me about it. Like I said, they they checked my motor; it was all good, and then we got it sealed. So. Uh, did you notice this year what they did with Eastern States, Mike? Remember we had that conversation earlier when we had you on about the 200 lap. I watched. I watched. But did, you, did you notice they got the, rid of the pit stops? Right, they had the smoking yeah. break at halfway, like we talked about. Yeah, yeah man, they're sa- saving lives, saving lives on pit road, man. <laughs> One 200 lap at a time. That's yeah. it. Now speaking of 200s, Port Royal this year. Yeah. yeah. You guys are at the halfway I break. Yeah, I, oh, we know. Oh, we know you were there. <laughs> so at the halfway break, you know, the, the retards are doing their little pit walk, and all of a sudden they put the camera on you. Boy, I tell you, you changed character, son. Mr. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, the flux capacitors, and we're going to put two and a half turns in. Like, dude, you put a – that was a fantastic performance. Thank you. I, I want to say thank you I don't you even – I don't even remember, man, because literally, so at Port Royal, here's what happened. Um, I'm like, I'm going to go to Port Royal, blah, blah, blah. So I went there with my one motor, sent it, and it blew up. So Russ King, had I had sent him a big block car that uh, he was going to take the motor out um, out there because he lives by CC who, who built the motor. So it just made sense. I was like, here. And then he had a guy that was going to buy the the roller. So anyway, I call him and I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do. Like, I just needed some advice. And he's like, I'm going to send Bob Bachman out there with that car so you can run tomorrow. And I'm like, are you sure, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah. So Russell saved the day, sent that car out with Bob. Bob drove it out. We unloaded it uh, Saturday morning or uh, Friday morning, whatever it was. We raced our deal and all that. Well, I run up here, I run a, I don't mean to get technical, but I don't run an alternator a lot. On a lot of my cars, I run a 16-volt battery, which is great, except for 200 lappers. Right. So, again, being an idiot, uh, and uh, I didn't didn't put an alternator on, blah, 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 the 16-volt battery, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we were going to, at, like, the end of the 100 laps, my car wouldn't start. There was a red flag, I think, at the first 100. And had a push and it wouldn't run right anyway we nursed it back and then i came in and i'm like dude we are so screwed like i think i was in second place at that point maybe i don't even remember what like maybe third third <laughs> and uh i'm like dude we're you know we're screwed blah 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 like i was like freaking out at the halfway anyway the car kept running for a while like it's like the battery sat and kind of like i don't know it did, obviously didn't charge itself but it just sat and it was fine for a little bit which was cool so I kept going, went out, and I ran like 60 laps, and finally it just died. Um, but, yeah, nobody's fault but my own. I'll take complete ownership for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those, especially being Mike, who don't know, some of the listeners, who is Russ King? Uh, Russ is a guy from Ohio, um, and uh, he raced uh, late models for a little bit, and his brother and dad raced modifieds. Russell raced modifieds back in the day, and I used to live in Ohio, and I actually lived at his house for a while. Um, Russ is a good dude. He, he uh, has a lot of customers out there, a Bicknell dealer um, okay. out that way, and, and we've got to be, like, really close family friends, and he helps me out a ton and uh, helps me with a lot of stuff. So, yeah, that's Russell, the love muscle. Russell the Love Muscle. Now we're gonna get him. Now we're gonna have to get him on because of you. Yeah, you should. He's pretty entertaining. He's a lot more entertaining than I am. No, you're funny as shit, dude. You you crack us up. <laughs> Does he like? Oh, then you'll too? love Russell. Uh, oh, so hey, get, t- tell him get, give give our info. Hook us, hook two brothers up. He's an avid listener. Is he? Uh, Russ, if you're an avid listener, message us. We're gonna book you for 2022. How's that, Mike? Is that good? He's not one to reach out, so you'll probably have to reach out to him. I, we have no contact info, bro. That's on you. I just gave you his name, dude. Do you have the internet? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, get, 
Oh, so now you call me a shitty co-host, a radio host. Now you're going to do me like that. All right, bro. All right, bro. Got you. All right. Yeah, I, I hope next time you have uh, like when, It's like you know, when, it's like when people ask me. Like, it gives you the shit. You know, I really do. <laughs> hey, it's all good, man. Uh, and no toilet paper shortage anymore. People oh, are oh like, my God, I know. Hey, you can use coffee people, filters for uh, toilet paper. You can use anything for toilet paper. Yeah, but just make Rock, sure you, you change. Make sure you use a clean coffee filter before making coffee because it kind of tastes like shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's disgusting, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's like when people ask me, like, "Hey, what what time do the races start tonight?" I'm like, "You got? Do you have the internet?" Like, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. Where, are, where are, you on, are you on the web? <laughs> yeah, I know. Nope. Like, uh, where, where did Bereska finish tonight? Well, you can go to Riding the Cushion where I got my results from and check with them. Yeah, I don't even know where I finished tonight. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, you don't even ask him. He don't know. He doesn't even know where he is right now half the time. No, I know. Where so you gotta make <laughs> us work for this, huh? You gotta make us work real hard to get Russ King on. That's cool. All right, appreciate it. All you have to do is message him. Yeah. I'll, mess- I'll message him. All right, Michael, Michael, do you have a Michael message? No. Thanks for help. I got nothing else to do. I sit at home all day. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mr. Maresca, is there any merchandise you have for sale you want to plug? Um, no, not really, man. Uh, I have some T-shirts and stuff. All right. Uh, I think I might have some in stock. I don't really ship them. I'm real bad about shipping them. Um, Oh, yay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I usually, I'll try and bring some of the races in the springtime and stuff. And, uh, yeah, well, so, uh, maybe I'll get so, some new ones next year. So if I were to order some of your leftover stock this year, what are the chances of me getting it before my son graduates high school from you? When's your son graduate high school? About another 11 to 12 years. Oh, you should get it by then, yeah. You should oh, be all right. All right. <laughs> so within a 10-year period, you think? Yeah, he'll be pumped. He'll be like, oh, sweet, I got a retro Mike Maresco t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's Mike Maresco. Yeah, you'll be like 40 by that time. <laughs> yeah. Man, remember when that guy was like, he wasn't good, but he was like, all right, yeah, remember him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the mediocre guy, <laughs> yeah. the adequate driver. <laughs> yeah, mediocre Mike. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's what the MM stands for on it. Mediocre Mike. Yeah, that's it. Mediocre Mike, dude. I tell people that all the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, not the Colonel. It's, what's the MM? Well, it doesn't stand for Mike Moresca. It stands for Mediocre Mike. You got that's like true. Super Matt and Money Matt and all these guys, and you got Mediocre Mike. You know what I mean? At least the guy's honest with himself, people say, you know? <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Oh. He was Mighty Mouse. I, I call him Mighty Mouse. The Mighty Mouse, yeah. I, but he had, you know, here he goes, Mister Mister October. Now we're starting to call him, <clears throat> and we have you, the Colonel yeah. Mediocre Mike. Mediocre Mike, man, that's right. How come you I don't ask KFC to sponsor you? I mean, Christ, you're there enough. What's that? How come we don't get KFC to give you a little bit of a sponsorship? You're there enough. I don't know if I have the right image, man. You kind of look like a young colonel. You look like a young. Uh, I don't know, man. Just stand out there with a twenty. Stand out there with a twenty piece of bucket of chicken, a large sweet tea, and a cigarette hanging in your mouth. I think you're golden, dude. Hell yeah! And I mean, that would be a, a cool sponsor. I think it'd look cool in the car. You know what I mean? Like the red and white and everything. It'd be a little different from what I normally have, but yeah, yeah pretty I mean, cool. I'd, uh, I'd do it. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, and then we could definitely get tracks on board with calling you the Colonel. Oh yeah, there's one right by yeah. Orange County Fair Speedway. I just show my my cur- the Colonel Mike Maresca card, and I'm good. Yeah, there you go. You get ten percent off your three piece meal. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Save because of you. Because I don't. You know, I don't eat KFC. You guys have any like really hard questions for me? No. Damn, now he's saying we're dumb. Dude. Wow. I just want to be I just want to be really challenged. Like just give give me some hard questions. Okay. Who's who's on your Mount Rushmore? Yeah, he was on your Mount Rushmore of racing. Any class, any driver, living or dead, who you got? Living or dead, anybody. All right. So all right, so some of the older listeners probably won't 
I mean, so I didn't grow up around modified racing or anything. So uh, I'm going to try and keep it to uh, to oval track dirt racers. Um, but so forgive me if I leave out some older guys that were That's obviously you. really it's good at everything, right? So obviously, um, how many people are on Mount Rushmore? Four? Oh, Four. yes, yeah. Mike. Four. Okay. Even the Canadian so, last uh, week knew how many there were. We didn't have a Canadian on last week. Or two weeks, whenever the hell we had him. Oh, two yeah. weeks. I, I knew. I was just checking. I said four. So, I say, yeah, yeah. obviously, I you were like, there's three, four. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I think, uh, so I was actually, think, I was listening to this the other day, and I, I uh, Maddie's interview, and I was thinking about it. So, one person I think that should definitely be on there, and it might be a little bit premature, but Brandon Overton, uh, for sure, just like how dominant he is, and I think he's going to have a really good, he's already had a great career. Just what he did at, at Eldora this year, I think, is, oh, yeah. is good enough. Oh yeah, oh so yeah. We'll start with him. Um, um, and my other two are going to be, um, and I don't know much about sprint car guys either, so we're gonna we're gonna go with Brett Hearn and Scott wow. Bloomquist, just because. Now I'm not saying they're my favorite people in the world or anything like that, but I have a ton of respect for those guys because they've won races over this like. <laughs> 40 year span and that's what blows my mind is that they were so good over so many technology changes right you right. know and, yeah, and so I'll agree with that. so many changes in that. the sport um so those those ones obviously um so I, those are my three so far and then um if i had to pick a fourth one um it's it's like really tough uh, I kind of have a couple people like Stu, um, Matt Shepard, obviously with eight series win or eight series titles. It's that's yeah. wicked. Um, but I'm probably going to go with, uh, Billy Moyer senior. Um, oh, I was going to add, I was just going to bring him up 800 and what 30 career wins. Yeah. And that's another one. I think that's like been good yeah. through so many generations of racing. Oh so yeah. That's my four. That nice pick three late models and, uh, and Brett Hearn. Brett Hearn. Since since we're uh, on late models, and I know you said <laughs> you only have one. I know you said you only have one supermotor left, but any chances you throw a ride, the ride together to go out the outdoor to race for the million? No, I think I'd I think I'd get my tail okay. absolutely yeah. smacked. Um, I just don't <laughs> think I I don't think we're. You know, I feel like you got to be. That's one of the races you got to be really really ready for. If I yeah. race late models all the time, I'd say hell yeah, let's go. But unfortunately, right. I but I, I, I mean, uh, definitely gonna be watching. That's that's a cool deal, man. Hope. I mean, I I want to like I'm already cheering for for Devin Miranda win because I think it'd be really cool. His dad won the first one, so oh yeah, if Devin won the other one. I mean, that would be like a really cool story. So you know, I you know Devin and I are uh, say we're buddies. So um, he's a really cool such a nice guy and humble and cool and oh so we're gonna have to get like him every, on too everything, we're getting everybody everything that you recommend yeah yeah everything a racer should be Devin ran he's the man so uh he's probably you know one of, one of the coolest people i've met out of this racing deal so uh I, I, i'm cheering for him for next year it's my pick all right we'll lock we'll lock it in we're gonna lock um, it in, and yeah. we're gonna call him too and get him on the show yes we are there you go um, try anyway. So Brian and I have this wonderful idea, <laughs> and we got to figure out who to pitch it to. And right now we're leaning towards pitching it to Brett Deo, but we want to see the modifies oh, to yeah. Indiana swing. What do you think about that? Indiana. Indiana, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Kokomo, Terre Haute, Paragon, Lawrenceburg, all the fun tracks, Bloomington. What is your opinion on that, first off? That me and Mike actually cool. had an idea. I think it would be cool. I think logistically it would be a little tough to get people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, with how many, like, big events and stuff we have out here, and it's mm-hmm. tough to get people to travel. But if you could lock down 30 guys committed to it, I mean, I think it would be cool. 
I think that's the key. Like yeah, locking in three dudes. Yeah. 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 And like getting them to go and commit to it straight up and like maybe planning for it like a year in advance. Like Yes, I agree with 2023, that. Twenty twenty three we're gonna do it and like yep. get these thirty people to commit and get like ten alternates in case they back out and like do it up. Yeah, I mean it'd be fun. I, there I, you go. I think also important would be locking in a very good support class to race with them out there because they don't know modified. They don't know modifieds out there. So what's the chances that the fans are just going to show up to watch some modified racing? A hundred percent. They should have like USAC cars or something like that. Something that's yeah. They they are a four ten wingless sprint car country out there. So yeah. I think that would go perfect with our. Uh, I mean, our look, cars. if you like, you said you start planning in advance. All you gotta do is open the conversation up and then start going from there and see what you can do. Yep. Yeah, and then and then you know, like I said, get some kind of verbal or written agreement that you're going, and then he can start planning the races and getting sponsorship and everything like that. I think it'd be I mean, really cool. Me and Mike could easily pick who the thirty drivers would be. What plus plus? Yeah, we could easily pick forty cars. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, there's plenty of people. Like well, yeah. we picked the 30 that can, we I think, think. you can yeah, find 30 that would go. I think so. It'll be like, obviously, you, you know, Stu, uh, Shepard, Williamson, go down, probably go because he went down to Louisiana. Mahaney, try to get Pouch Jr., possibly. Yeah. Cooler. Yeah, all, all, the usual suspects. I think so you can try and get the a old guys in there, like Hearn and Danny Johnson, that'd be fun. Well, I think you get your Western PA guys and stuff to go too. You know your Lernerville guys. Yeah, and yeah Russ and Rex or the Rex Kings, Rex Kings. Yeah, Schwartzlander. Uh, is there a Swartz out too? His Single name? Decker. Yeah, Single, Single Decker. Decker. Single Decker. Yeah. There's another guy that races up Michael's Mercer. I forget his name. He's actually pretty good. I guess he's not that good if I don't remember his name right. I've raced at Mercer. There's some pretty good guys out there. Um, like Brockman likes to go out around there too when he does the BRP yeah, down on that. Yeah, I think he won the title yeah, this year, didn't sure. he? He did. He did. So, uh, you know, so this could be done. It'd be a great, great mix of modified drivers. It'd be, I think, it'd be badass. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. And me and Mike would go live at every single track and do a, like a pre-race show too. Oh, yeah, right on. Yep, so you guys are just trying to make money off this deal. So? So what? Well, what are you I'm going kidding. there to race? I'm race? What are you going there to no. volunteer race? <laughs> <laughs> just volunteer my time, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's it, cool. yeah. I don't, I, don't want, I, I don't even want money. I just want a free pit pass for each race. That's all I want. Yeah, that's like, all, yeah no, honestly, that, that and Dr. Pepper, I'm good to go. Hey, yeah. you should race small blocks with Fulton. Here's what we can do. We can, docu- <laughs> we can document it. With you. You'll be our documentary piece. Yeah, we'll follow you around all week. We'll follow you around all week because like, annoy the, the shit out of you. No, you can't annoy me, man. Uh, okay. And we'll bring, uh, we'll bring what's his name? We'll bring uh, Brandon Kroll with us. He'll be our videographer. Yeah, Boom, there you go. So yeah, we're putting, we're, we're yeah. putting our media, yeah. me and Mike are putting our media team together already. Yep, see? The media Boom. team. There you go. See, you're ready. Yeah. Right, that's a good, that's cool. Cool deal. Yeah. No, I'd actually, I, I would actually, what Mike said about the media get crawled, that would be, this would be, I think it'd be great. And kind of follow a couple of you guys around, you know, not bother you too much, but get a, you know, I think it'd be fantastic. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Get a little behind the scenes look at what goes on and everything. Right. Exactly. Yeah, cause a lot of, yeah, cause a lot of people don't, I, you know how it is, Mike. You've seen the social media. Yeah. It's, I mean, I play into it just to get people wild up, but you guys really, really look. Championship and races are one in the shop. Oh, for sure, you know it is, and uh, it's a lot of hard work. Um, people don't, and like literally everybody now works hard at it. Everyone shows up to the yes. races prepared, and it's those those little little things that that affect it, you know. So um, it really comes down to to time and. Uh, Hard work and just execute, and I think a lot of it is just executing and being efficient with your time is the most important thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree, definitely agree with that. All right, before we let you go, dude, anybody you would like to thank? Yeah, I have a ton of people to thank. Um, obviously, my my old man, my dad, my mom, my family, my girlfriend, uh, my you know my support system around me. 
Um, thank the whole Weeknack family for all of their help this season. That was really cool to have them on the car. Um, you know, all my, my friends and family, uh, like I said, uh, Fastline Performance, uh, Penske Racing Shocks, um, all the fans that come out every week and, and cheer me on or don't cheer me on or whatever. Um, I, I get a lot, I feel like I get a lot of, met a really, a lot of really cool people and it's always nice when you go to races, people are like excited to see you there and, and especially kids, uh, that kind of, if you're having a tough day, that reminds me, reminds you, you know what I mean? Why you, of, of why you started doing it, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. uh-huh. and that, that means a lot. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, those are the, you know, the big, the big ones there. I'm sure and I have a ton of crew that helps me out guys that, that help out day in, day out. And my grandpa buddy spends countless hours on the road with me or uh, going to places. And, um, that's a ton of really good, good friends and family that help me. Um, I can't, uh, can't thank everybody enough, really. Uh, well, I Mike, wouldn't be able to, wouldn't be able to do it, you know. I'll, uh, I'll see you at Georgetown in March. <clears throat> yeah, I can't wait for Georgetown. That should be a fun race, and uh, especially with the big money on the line, um, it should be cool because it's the first race in the Northeast, really. So like, yep. I'm sure, every, like as far as race fans go, everybody's going to be pumped to get there, and hopefully, it gets a ton of people camping, and it becomes a yeah. big tradition. Um, I know it's a big race already because it's just the first one, but now that it's paying that much, like, that's just a, a cool deal, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. That, All right, that, that should be really cool. Yeah. Good luck to you next year. Um, enjoy the holidays this year. Uh, happy holidays to you and your family from me and uh, Mike. And thank you. Oh, thank you, you once again for – yep, you're welcome, man. Thank you for coming on. All right, thanks for having me, guys, and uh, keep up the good work and giving us modified guys something something to listen to. And uh, we, uh, I appreciate you. So thank you, thank, thank you. you, thank you. That's mediocre, Mike Maresca, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he called himself mediocre. What a knucklehead! It's the Colonel, and that kid is far from mediocre. Oh yeah, he's good. He's he's really he's talented. Yeah, very he's very talented. talented. There, yes, he is, and uh, he's one of my favorite drivers. Oh, definitely, his whole personality—he's like this little goofball. And those, yeah, he's just like our little, like a little brother, little goofball kid. Yeah, yeah, he is. But I like him. I like him. I like the kid can make some noise behind the wheel. You know, he's got one. In my opinion, he's got one. I guess let's call it major win, the Outlaw Two Hundred. He's going to be do. He's going to be getting more. I agree. I agree. Especially goes up into Canada. There's some good Canadian drivers. I, you know, I'm busting balls about you not liking Canadians. Um, oh yeah, up in small block territory. Yeah, that's what he's got. And those guys are really good at what they do. Obviously. So, well, he said soft set and stone. Well, most, most, most places are small block territory. It's not not very many places run big blocks anymore. It's start, yeah, it's starting to be a does get these high performance small blocks. Yeah, it's starting to be a dinosaur to big blocks. Yeah, you know, dirt, these, obviously what, dirt series. Now. Yeah, that's – Brewerton's a big block track. Well, Orange County was part-time this year. Valley's a big block track. I Delaware. don't know if they run Delaware. I'm not sure if they run a mix at only Saratoga or not. I don't know. We should ask Mareska that. Or not Mareska. Yeah. Uh, well, we could ask him too. Mahaney could ask Mahaney. Mahaney. Who's, on, who's on next week? Uh, Rocky Warner? Why well, well, he might Rocky Warner? He might know. Oh, Honda's a big block track. Honda's a big block well, track. Well, no, that's that's a Dale track, well, so that's whatever. He's, yeah, they yeah, we'll I, I think they're running mostly the big the, the 440s or whatever whatever okay. they are there. Um, Land of Legends, big block. <laughs> you better have a big block of Land of Legends. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, yeah, same thing with Lebanon Valley. You're going to get your ass yeah. kicked. Um, yeah. yeah, it's actually wow. You're right. It's starting to kind of fade out. Yeah. Small block racing is great, dude. It really is. used to be I, a big I, block track. You don't need them. You don't need them. The way what Doug's got going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. The big track, though, you needed them. Oh, you're yeah, because it was kind of like a dust. <laughs> long straight. So that track, man, that track was fast. Wow. Yes, it was. Sometimes I miss that big track. 
Uh, yeah, another five eighths. You know, I you know that's what I grew up with. But I'd like to see. Yeah, it was cool. I, I enjoyed it twice. I'd like times. to see another. I'd like to see another big track like that, like fast like Bridgeport was. Um, and I know it'd, it'd be impossible to do just because of the cost of everything, but just for special shows, you know, like Man, 10, uh, yeah, it's upstate New York. It just sits uh, there. Yeah. Like 10 shows a year would be so cool. Yeah. You know? I know for you, I know, but well, that's yeah. still three rolling wheels was great. I guess George sounds kind of that for me now. Cause that's, that, that I mean, it's yeah. uh that's a big block track. Yeah. I'm like in the middle between the two, it's three hours one way or three hours the other, neither North or South. Yeah, I, I really want to get back to Canandaigua, though. I, I really know. Oh, oh, well, you know, we can get in because Justin, Justin Harris said he's hooking us up. T-Bone yeah. said. I really want to get there. That track, I just love that I track. haven't been there, so that's one I'd like to go to. I'd like to get back to Brewerton again, the Valley. I just, God, I love the Valley. I got homework assignment for all the fans. Uh, message, uh, or we'll put a post up. Uh, what's one track that you want to go to what's one track you've never been to that you really want to go to but you want to go like a bucket list track anywhere in the country it could be asphalt whatever yeah preferably not but yeah (laughs) you know since we're dirt associate you know well no not 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 that dirt associate the clay surface if you if you comment on there and say like stafford speedway it's probably gonna get deleted right and you might get booed off the page and uh (laughs) Unless you buy a shirt, you gotta buy a shirt. Yeah, you buy a shirt and uh, you put. Uh, we'll I don't care what you but put uh, what's yeah. that other? You have to say ten Brett Hearns is your penance, and you're okay. <laughs> what's that other track up north? Uh, pretty, there's another pretty famous asphalt track up north in there. Thompson, Thompson International. Thompson, yeah, Thompson. I've been there. That's actually a pretty cool track. It's was it like a three eighths? Was it like a three eighths? Like a half? I think it's a half. It's banked. It's, remember, I think it was banked. It's a beautiful oh, facility oh, and stuff. Oh, it's oh, fast hold too. On. Hold, hold on. Speaking so the Turkey Derby. First of all, congrats oh, to our congratulations. Dilly Dilly. Diamond Dillon, baby. Diamond Dillon winning the Turkey Derby and the Dirt Modified. But what was with the TQ midgets running on the apron? They raced down on the apron. They didn't race up on the big track. I don't like, what was that know. all? What was that all about? It's shorter distance for them. <laughs> I don't care. They're Maybe that was their track. What? I mean, the track, the big track's only a third mile. It's not very big. Yeah, but think about what we saw the TQs, Mike. We saw yeah, a hockey race. The, T, the TQs have raced up on that before, and people said it was a fantastic show. I I have to say, said, I'd like to see. They said they were successful. I like to yeah, see them up there. They, uh, they said they hit like 130 miles an hour up on the banking. Those old thing, I yeah. wouldn't doubt it. I would not yeah. doubt that outside they run the wings on them. Yeah, yeah, which is so we cool. We saw how quick they were when we went to the PPL oh, yeah. Center. I was like, yeah, damn, imagine getting on something bigger like a quarter. Phew. Oh, yeah. They'd be flying. I love them. It's like, it's like a go-kart on steroids. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like horse steroids or something. Yeah, it's whatever steroids well, the rock's on. I'll check their schedule because I just did want to see them outside and I see that they go to Bethel, which is like 40 minutes from me, so I might check them out, and I'll let you know. The uh, promoter for Bethel was uh, racing at the Turkey Derby. And I, don't know. I don't know. Uh, Andy Crane? Oh, okay, yeah. He's in a dirt modified racing? I don't know how he did. Well, I, I watched. I, I didn't watch it. I watched uh, the qualifying uh, because it was on Facebook Live. I think oh, they, only had, they, only, they only had like 15 dirt modifieds there. Uh, they run on dirt tires too. They don't put asphalt tires on. Oh, really? See, I thought they yeah. put slicks on. Oh, no, they, they, they oh. race on dirt tires. <coughs> oh, I didn't know that. I was watching the Michigan Ohio State game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Michigan finally, finally won. Finally. I know. I know. So, like, the lack of. After six or seven losses in a row? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, Mike, I know, because I'm a big Michigan fan, if everybody didn't know. Well, I'm a Maryland fan. We suck. <laughs> oh, God, we select you guys. It's like, it, that was yeah. like practice. Uh, Ohio, Ohio, Ohio State select us, too. It was like 63-7. to seven. 
think everybody should laugh, dudes. Like, it, I think uh-huh, even Rutgers no. kicked your ass. No, no, we kicked <laughs> Rutgers' ass. Uh, yeah, the power, the powerhouse Scarlet Knights. <laughs> yeah. Who, uh, why they put them in the Big Ten? I'll never. Why? Is that, the, is that the stadium that we drove past when we went to New Egypt that one time? Yes. Is that Rutgers yes. Stadium? Yes. Just came out of nowhere. It was like, boom, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just like their football team. Boom, we have a football program. <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know. What's left of racing for the rest of this year? Some of the indoor stuff is coming up, isn't it? Yeah, so this weekend's, uh, what, the the race out in St. Louis? The indoor race out in St. Louis? Oh, don't tell me it's Saturday night, right? I think so. Uh, Big Ten Championship game, so. With the super late models indoor? Yes, they, oh, that's, yeah, that's right. That's going to be December. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, they do that early December. Gateway Gateway Nationals, I think it's called. Yep, that is correct. I think somebody saw got stolen last year from there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then we move into, you know, the holidays, obviously, in the beginning of the year, and then... Uh, the Chili Bowl is going to be coming up. The Chili the Bowl. shootout is coming. Yeah, and then then you start getting your TQ midget races at the PPL Center and Boardwalk yeah. Hall in Atlantic City, and yeah. then their final yeah. race at Syracuse. And... And then... So really oh, well, season. We just call it no, the slower season. Yeah, you figure um, for modifieds, obviously, no racing. No, in, not in until December, what, January, February, February eighth. So early February, they're they're going to start then, heading down. Yeah, and then Deo Deo's race is till like the twelfth. He races until like the twelfth, and the fourteenth dirt races at Volusia. So it's like you got a day between the two series. So if yeah, they say you get. And USAC's going to be getting their shit going down there, too. Oh, yeah, Bubba. Yeah. So it's like, here we go. <laughs> right um, back into it again. Yeah, and then Dale's got the race at, at Cherokee in February. And then you yeah. turn right around, and this, I think it's like the second weekend in March, he's racing at Georgetown. And then we're going to start the South Region Series. usually starts earlier than North. You know, so it's like yeah, it does. whatever it does. the schedule is, like Georgetown, like you said, uh, Sealands Grove. Yeah, yes. so like, dude, it's like before you know, it's like a couple months. We're right back into it already. Yeah, you're right back in the full swing, swing of things. Just so. like that. And then April, some of the tracks like all right, Orange County opens up early April because we're a little further south. Like Resco is saying, up north usually gets going around May. Yeah, and it's then that cold up there. Yeah, I know. Like Dirt Series will have their Bridgeport race at the beginning of May. Now yeah. I saw a rumor, and I don't know how true it is, but Big Diamond's getting a super dirt car race this year. I saw that, too. That's kind of odd. Yeah. Hmm. That's kind of an off-the-wall track for them to pick, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they used to – they had a couple, like, years ago at Grandview, but I guess Grandview – Yeah, I know they – They said, nah, no more. Yeah, Grandview doesn't want to do anything outside of Thunder on the Hill. Okay, whatever. That's yeah, – Yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay, whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it works for them. Their Thunder the Hill shows are pretty. Oh uh, uh, yeah, it's so, like outstanding. They, every, yeah, it's very popular down there. So it's, yeah, it's, why? Yeah, so big. Di- yeah, it's just if 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 Dirt was picking up a new track for the for the year, Big Diamond's not the track I would have picked. That I not that I wouldn't have picked the race there, but it's not a track that I would have thought that Dirt would have picked. Oh, they just, they've done Williams Grove. I think they've done Sealands Grove. Um. I would like them to pick up maybe like Hagerstown or or even go back to Lernerville or Mercer, one of those tracks out. Yeah, um, Sharon, Sharon, Sharon Speedway, Sharon Hummerstone, Hummerstone, Ohio. Yes, Canada. I think it's Hummingbird. Uh, there's Dog Hollows out around there. Yeah, I think I would. I like this. I'd like to see him go back to Hagerstown. Hager sounds. I like that track. I mean, it's a late mile track now, but well, it was. But I saw the Outlaws there. That track is fast. Fast, yeah. Red and, and the play. super late models on there are badass too. Or super late models, badass. Or super oh, well, I'd say Port, try to go Port Royal. Yeah, or Baps. Baps would be a cool place, I think, for a super 
Big blocks at bats. They used to, I think, when it was called Susky. I think so. Yeah. Can you imagine big blocks there? That would be awesome. I like yeah. big. I like big blocks on little tracks. Yeah, they're fun. They are. I mean, obviously, big blocks on big tracks is fun, but big blocks on little tracks is entertaining. Very entertaining. Yeah, I thought that was a little odd too. That Big Diamond possibly gets a, a dirt car race next year. Yeah, nothing against the track. It's just not the no, track. It's kind of like out of the blue. Of the, yeah, out of the blue. Yeah, exactly. Out of the blue. Well, like, well, you know huh? what? Okay. You know what? You know what? Here's what I'm thinking. Um, because Bloomsburg and Big Diamond are less than an hour from each other, so I wonder if they're yeah, going to so do, they do do a, a Bloomsburg and then Big Diamond the next day or something. I'm thinking it's going to be something like that. Could be. I think that's. You know what? Now that you think about it like that, it makes a lot of sense. I forgot their yeah. I, their Bloomsburg race this year got rained out. Yep, a lot of things got rained out up there this year. Yeah, so yeah, now that I think about that going to Bloomsburg, I forgot those two tracks are really close to each other. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh does uh, Shepard? Well, you got to put him on the favorite to win number nine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I got him down as number nine this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like don't even run. I mean, so next it's, week, yeah, it's gonna be hard. It's it's, it's, it's it's gonna be tough to dethrone him. Is because you gotta you gotta think about it this way, and this is the way I think about it. He doesn't. His program is built around big blocks. Yes, that's that's his bread and butter. So, so what if it starts declining? Yeah, but then he finishes second place at Eastern States in the Vinnie Salernos in the small block race. So it's the talent, and plus it's a good car. So, yeah, I mean, he can drive whatever. He just doesn't have a small block program. No, but he doesn't do too many of them. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be tough to beat. Um, I, are there drivers that can dethrone him? Absolutely. There's a handful. A, a good number of them. I think Williamson, I think Mahaney could do it. I think Peter Britton could Rudolph. do it. Yeah, Rudolph Britton, could do yeah, it. Definitely, yeah, Rudolph could do it. <laughs> You know, so there's there's plenty of drivers that can do it, but you gotta get your programs up to Well, we'll see. Well, I mean we'll see. Who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? That's why we love racing. You just don't if know. You pick, if you if happen. you pick if you pick Matt to win the championship, you probably won't win it. If I pick Shepard, yeah. Yeah, you probably won't win the championship if Right. You so that gives see, I could use reverse psychology. <laughs> that way you get yeah. my guy in there to win number there you go. No, I think that one year when he was ripping out 40, it, like, I could bet it, it just didn't matter. That guy was just tearing it up all over the place. Mm-hmm. He was, like, possessed. It's like, damn. Yeah. Well, we'll, see, will we see another season like that out of any modified driver? What, a 40-win season? Just yeah, just anything you anywhere he goes, just like uh, let's call him the Kyle Larson of dirt, Northeast Dirt Modified Racing. You think we'll see anything like that again? I think we'll see somebody have a forty win season. Who? I don't know who it's going to be, but I think we'll see it. I mean, Stu wasn't far off this year. Thirty-eight away. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. That's tough, man. I mean. 40 wins is a lot of freaking wins in a year. Yeah, it is. Hell, 30 That's wins. Tough. Shit. is a lot. 20. Some guys are happy with 10. It's I, The competition, I, in my opinion, is starting to get tighter. Yeah. That's what it seems it, like. You know, you notice everybody's kind of starting to. It is, but little, we're also, also the schedules are expanding. We're getting more races. So I think that's why somebody will hit 40 because there's more and more races popping up every year. You know? Yeah. I want to see money wise. I like to see who's gonna like who 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 has the most earnings in one season. Not just yeah. wins. I'm just saying earnings. Oh yeah, yeah. I like to see a total dollar amount on somebody. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you can calculate wins and get an uh, I guess maybe an estimate. Or you can just like, well, I know he won at least this much. He's got. He broke over. He's getting. He's in the six digits somewhere. 
Oh, easily. Shepard, easily. Easily. He's, I mean, Mighty, uh, Mighty Matt does that in one month. Yeah, yeah, he shows up to two races and he's got that. Yeah. Doesn't do shit all year, but hey, it's October. Yeah, I gotta make some money. Now, I wonder, we should ask yeah. him what his, we should ask him what his pay breakdown is, if he gets 40% or what. Should ask him when he's gonna get freaking shirts made up. That's what we should ask him. Yeah. He doesn't know. He's, he's a hot. He's a hot. I'm going, too. I'm going to Australia at the Super Dirt Car Race looking for shirts. I told you. Oh, yeah, I did tell you. It's going to be Buzz 2 shirts, though. I want a number 6 shirt. Oh. Gotta start somewhere. <laughs> you're right. Gotta start you're right. somewhere. That's right. I might as well get... You're right. No, you make a good point. <laughs> and make sure you bust his balls about not having number 6 shirts. Yeah, well... See if you can get us a couple big nail jackets, too. I'll try. Right. I mean, so. All right, kids. Next week on the show is the Flying Squirrel and 2021 Fonda co-champion, co-champion. Rocky Warner. From Michael Clark Griswold, I'm the mouth, and you've been Black Flag. Shut the f*** up!